Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. Last time we spoke about the depravity of the human mind. In the transgender community, the mind tells the body what to do, who to be. So men who think of themselves as women are women, women who think of themselves as men are men, and a myriad of gender options in between. In a sense, this should come as no surprise to us, because the Bible tells us that our fallen and sinful minds are corrupt. We have a lot of what J. Vernon McGee would call stinking thinking going on in our society. And yes, this infiltrates the church as well. Romans 8 verses 7 and 8. Because the mind set on the flesh is hostile toward God, for it does not subject itself to the law of God, for it is not even able to do so. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. These verses, packed with truth, accurately capture transgenderism and the other perverse lifestyles summarized by the letters LGBTQQIA+. This movement is hostile toward God. Their minds are set on pleasing the flesh. People under this umbrella do not subject themselves to the law of God, for they are not even able to do so. And living in the flesh, they cannot please God. Given this, what we then hear from this community becomes senseless. And we have been talking about how to engage individuals who adhere to this corrupt way of thinking, how to engage them with what the Bible says. And thus far, we have focused mainly on Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. That is a natural and solid starting point. From the very beginning, God made people either male or female. There are only two genders. And today I want to point out something helpful for us in Genesis 2, and then we are going to move into the New Testament. We have already talked about the idea of multiple genders and therefore various combinations of pronouns. This is something we have to deal with, for example, in our places of employment or education, schools. Well, when you are expressing a biblical worldview on pronouns, be sure you are also equipped with Genesis chapter 2, verses 21 through 23. I am at Genesis 2 and verse 21, and I will be reading about how God made the first woman. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept. Then the Lord God took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh at that place. The Lord God fashioned into a woman the rib which he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Notice the pronouns. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept. Note, the man is associated with he. 
Then the Lord God took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh at that place. This refers to the man's ribs, and so the pronoun his is used. Then verse 22, the Lord God fashioned into a woman the rib which he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. Listen to what God did. He, meaning God, brought her, that is the woman, to the man, that is the male. So the pronoun her refers to the woman. And then in verse 23, we again have affirmation of two genders. The man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. And she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Woman, man. And remember what God said about this at the end of Genesis 1. This was very good. God called two genders very good. The Bible says there are only two genders. The secular society says there are a multitude of genders. The Bible says gender and sex are equivalent to one another. The secular society says gender and sex are separate from one another. The secular society says people are born transgender, gay, and a multitude of other sexualities. The Bible says people are born male or female with built-in attraction for and sexual organs capable of reproducing with a person of the opposite sex. Is God right or is the world right? Genesis 1 and 2 confronts you on whatever side you stand. Maybe I should say that again, as note-takers might find it helpful to write down these contrasts between the Word of God and the world. The Bible says there are only two genders. The secular society says there are a multitude of genders. The Bible says gender and sex are equivalent to one another. The secular society says gender and sex are separate from one another. The secular society says people are born transgender, gay, and a multitude of other sexualities. The Bible says people are born male or female, with built-in attraction for, and sexual organs capable of reproducing with a person of the opposite sex. Is God right, or is the world right? Each of us has to decide. Let me insert this here. The question, is a person born gay? This is a question that gets asked. I am not going to deal with it in this series, and the reason is threefold. First, the Bible's answer is clear. No one is born gay. Second, if you want to discuss this question further, you can write to me and I will correspond with you privately. Third, our time, as always, is limited, and I'd like to keep us moving, focusing on the main arguments before us. Really, so very much can be said about human sexuality, this popular contemporary issue, and the Bible. You would not believe how much I am having to leave out. I have stacks of research sitting here on my desk that will have to be used at another time. And so, if this question about being born gay is of interest to you, write to me. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org 
That's mark at godisministry.org. And my name is spelled with a K. Or write God Is, P.O. Box 802, Winchester, Massachusetts, 01890. As we pivot, I want us to turn to Jesus Christ. Several times I have heard people from the LGBTQQIA plus community say that, quote, Jesus said nothing about us in the Bible, unquote. In other words, if Christians are so up in arms about being gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, etc., then how come our leader, the Lord himself, was silent about what we consider a sin? I have lost count on how many times I have heard this. It is very common for this line to be told and retold when we are in dialogue with someone who very much disagrees with us. They are trying to use the Bible against Bible-believing Christians. And Jesus, sweet, innocent Jesus, is perceived as being very much on the side of the LGBT. QQIA plus community. But is it true that Jesus said nothing about transgender? I will focus on transgender since this is the point of our current conversation. When we talk about marriage, we will talk about gay marriage. To answer this question, let's turn to the Gospels, and our first stop is Matthew. If you have your Bible handy, turn to Matthew chapter 19. I am reading Matthew 19, verses 2 through 6. When Jesus had finished these words, he departed from Galilee and came into the region of Judea beyond the Jordan. And large crowds followed him, and Jesus healed them there. Some Pharisees came to Jesus, testing him and asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason at all? And Jesus answered and said, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh? So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. In the context of our Lord answering a question about divorce, Jesus quotes Genesis 1. Jesus quotes the Bible. Friends, I have been encouraging us to build our worldview on the Word of God. I have been spurring us on to quote the Scripture in dialogue with others. This is why we model our ministry on the ministry of Jesus Christ, and he was constantly referring his listeners back to the Bible. What is our Old Testament? Let's do as he did. And to highlight what Jesus says at the end of verse 4, He who created them from the beginning made them male and female. Matthew 19, verse 4, Two genders. Only two genders, male and female. It is a lie to say that, quote, Jesus said nothing about transgender in the Bible. Christ said, He who created them from the beginning made them male and 
female. Well, that right there deals a death blow to transgender ideology and practice. In Genesis 1, God made only two genders. In Matthew 19, Jesus affirms God made only two genders. I will show you more of what the Lord said next time on God Is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.